This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. Welcome to another edition of How We See It. I'm John Morris. School is starting. Those yellow buses you see on the highway are getting cranked up for another school year. With school, that means we annually bring in uh, the superintendent of Catholic schools for the Diocese of St. Petersburg, Chris Pastora. Chris, always good to see you. Thanks, John. It's so good to be here. How long have you been the super now? So I will be starting my eighth year as the superintendent. What are some of the good things that you've seen over those eight years? From a school perspective, you know, I feel like one of the things that we've been trying to do increasingly every year, and it's it's a constant thing that we work on, is making sure that we really make families feel welcome and that the presence of our Lord is present and alive in our schools. I think from a parental perspective, we've had a, a vast expansion in the state of Florida with the state scholarship programs. Most people would know of those as step up for students, but there's been a vast expansion of those for income levels, for children with unique needs and unique learning needs. Just lately, in the last two years, the state has expanded that to include military families. So if you're a military family, and I know we have a large military community in in the Tampa Bay area, your children can go to a Catholic school and you can get a state scholarship. And then just in the past year, for all of our very dedicated police officers and law enforcement professionals. So there is a, just an immense amount of opportunity from a parental perspective. You know, in the beginning, it started out being, I think, very low income. And I think if people look at the scholarship, there are a lot of people today that would be very surprised to know that they qualify financially because, you know, I think the state and folks that step up and, and folks at our Florida Catholic Conference, we've been all working together to say, you know, middle-income people need that same ability. And I think sometimes the middle-income people, they they make just enough money that their life is starting to get a little easier, but Catholic school can still be a challenge. So that's uh, yeah. been a great opportunity. Especially now with the economy, the way we've seen it, your investments declining over the last uh, eight months or so, cost of consumer goods has gone up. And so oftentimes parents have to make a choice. Uh, do I pay for my medicines? Do I pay for the rent? or the, the house payment, or do I send the kids to public school versus a Catholic school? And we did an interview last month with Lauren May from uh, Step Up for Students, and she says that kids can get a scholarship uh, over $7,000 for a child to go to a Catholic school. That's tremendous. It is. It's wonderful. And again, it gives, it gives so many families the ability to choose a school that mirrors the values that they teach in their own home. And that's what we want to really be able to do. So again, if you're a if you're a Catholic family or if you're a family that says, I'm not Catholic, but I want my child growing up every day where we're talking about praying for one another and forgiveness and the power of Christ in our lives and treating others as we wish to be treated. Those are all things that happen daily in a Catholic school. And when your child is, you know, I would almost say marinated in that environment, I think it makes it so that that's how the child grows up. Those kind of values are an ordinary part of their lives, and it's just something that they expect to be in their environment. Now, you don't have to be Catholic to attend a Catholic school, but we have those Catholic values instilled, and there is a strong Catholic presence at all of our schools from pre-K 
all the way through high school. And at the high school levels, I know that our Bishop Gregory Parks has made an emphasis to have priests present on campus uh, all the time. And I know that you have some Catholic chaplains that are working at these schools very diligently to help instill those values. Even just be a presence in the hallway makes a big difference for these kids. Absolutely. And that's where I think seeing faith and seeing the presence of our priests as a very normal part of life. I mean, and that's that's part of being Catholic, that the faith, again, is just in its extraordinary nature. It's a part of the ordinary day-to-day life. And your your priests are going to be with you walking down the halls at the elementary schools. They might be outside at recess. They're going to be at the football games on Friday nights. You spoke about our chaplains and just you know, just a few weeks back, we lost a titan. We lost a giant, Father Carl Melchior, yeah. who was the uh, chaplain at St. Petersburg Catholic and very close personal friend. We truly lost a giant. I know he's uh, up there and behind us right now, even as we're speaking, and I, I'm smiling even thinking about him. But we still have such a wonderful group of priests and pastors who are so supportive of our Catholic schools. We are truly blessed in this diocese, and I don't I don't know how many people realize it, but having worked in, in other dioceses, having that presence of our priests and our, our pastors is, it's incredible, and it's one of the reasons why I think we're thriving. Is there a specific curriculum? I mean, like if I'm new to the area and I want my child to attend a, a Catholic school, are they mandated, uh, or I know they're offered, theology classes or religion classes? Do some of those classes line up with what is taught at the parish level, say if I'm going through First Communion or maybe Confirmation? Yes. So what we try to do is to make sure that the children are all they're completely ready and prepared for their sacraments. In a Catholic school, we have the advantage of having a child for seven hours a day. And the Catholic faith is obviously it's taught in religion every day, prayer every day. At the same time, though, what we believe is important is that our Catholic faith is woven into everything we do. For those of us who study the the Catholic intellectual tradition, you know that the church has been responsible for some of the greatest discoveries, math, science, architecture. So we try to make sure that the Catholic faith is interwoven into the daily reality of the school in a very normal way. I think one of the great things about our Catholic schools mass at least once a week. Yes. And and again, that's where we're blessed to be able to have that. And we have pastors who, if you want a great experience, go to one of the school masses. And if you worry about the future, and I know a lot of people can sometimes talk about the future and say, oh, you know, the things aren't going so well, go to a Catholic school mass. Your hope will be restored in the future because the kids that we have I am confident that when I get older and they take over, we're going to be great. I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to because we've seen it happen in the last 20 years. School violence, shootings, how safe are our schools? Well, our schools are very, very safe. And, you know, again, you see these horrible tragedies. And I know that it's frightening. Um, My daughter is in Catholic school herself. My son graduated from our Catholic schools. And I know it can be frightening. But the one thing that we, you know, we do have very close-knit communities. And the other thing is we have been studying all things school safety really for the past 10 years. But particularly our diocese, we have a whole threat assessment process. And we have some really good technology, I think, that helps us out. I don't want to go into too much detail about it, but 
But this is something we spend a lot of time thinking about and planning. You know, I think every time you make a good decision in a school community, it keeps everyone safer. Right. We've looked at everything from facilities to how we do things to the technology we use to pick children up at the end of the day to monitoring systems. So, you know, again, if, if somebody would say our school's safe, I would say absolutely they are. I know that if, if I tried to go to the school to maybe go interview a teacher, it's like doing a background check, which can be somewhat of a put off sometimes for parents because they need to get their kid out of school. They got to get them to a doctor's appointment. They're already running late. But it's part of those safety precautions you talked about. Right. And that's where we want to create a balance where our parents can feel comfortable coming in because, you know, nobody wants a school to look like a prison. We don't want to create that, and we think it's vital that our parents are a part of the community and that they join their children in prayer and that they feel comfortable. But at the same time, safety is our first and foremost priority, and sometimes we have to remember as parents that um, not everybody knows us. So when you go to the school, um, even when I go to the school as a superintendent, the first thing I do is make sure that door's locked, and I always say, you know, even if you know me, run through the process. I'm always pleased when I go up to the door, superintendent of Catholic schools, and I pull on it and it's locked and I have to, they have to buzz me in. That's the way it has to work to make sure that our kids and our teachers are safe. We've also seen a rise in mental health issues with students and adults. Is that something that you as a, um, and your administrative team have looked at? Maybe your principals are, you know, used to be a counselor, helped pick your classes, but there's more to that, isn't there? There is. So over the past a uh, couple of years, we've engaged in um, training for our principals and counselors and doing mental health first aid and making sure that they're equipped to, obviously, we can't be a treatment facility. We're a school. But at the same time, I think it's important for our principals and counselors and teachers to recognize signs and symptoms and be able to engage the family in a meaningful way and get them both the mental health, and oftentimes it's pastoral care as well. And I think we can't discount the benefit that our pastors can bring because a lot of times, uh, you know, a mental health issue is not just with that person. It's about what they're experiencing in their overall life. And that's where I think our pastors can be very helpful in addressing the needs that the whole family is experiencing. What are some of the great achievements that we had this past year and what are we looking forward to? in this new year for our schools? Well, I always think the the greatest achievements that we have are when our kids receive the first Holy Eucharist and in confirmation. So I want to go on record as saying when our kids are getting the sacraments, that tops everything. If you're talking in terms, though, of some of the things that our schools have done, just some, some very recent renovations at Tampa Catholic, the gym, again, if you're in the city of Tampa, the whole gym and the complex, it's its needed work over a long period of time, and they just completed just an incredible renovation. If you get a chance, go over and see it. It's first rate. It is, it's incredible, and it's such a blessing that the kids have that athletic, that opportunity there. The other thing we're just about to complete, Morningstar in Pinellas Park, new building. Yeah, I was there for um, the groundbreak. Yeah, and, and it's amazing to see how quickly the building is going up. But it's a program where kids who are just graduated from high school who still need some help, they're going to be able to go there. They're going to be able to get things like job training to give them the skills necessary to live an adult life with their unique abilities and to be able to, you know, to move into adulthood. 
And it's an incredible, incredible program, and we're so blessed to have it. And we're hoping that building is going to be ready to occupy by the first day of school. I see Hillsborough County and surrounding counties always having staff shortages. How is it with Catholic schools? Do you have openings? And if one of our listeners is listening, are there openings for schools to work in? Across all of our schools, my guess is there that we still do have some teacher positions open. We're very blessed in the Catholic school environment to get people that are both incredibly gifted in their field as a teacher, but then also have that faith dimension. So we've been blessed, but we're also hit with the same realities that our entire economy is because we have a lot of positions to fill and we're still working on that. But if any listeners are interested, you can go to uh, dosp.org backslash schools and you'll see there's a career center and it has all of the positions that are currently open and available. If you're a person that loves kids and you want to do something incredible with your life, please come and teach in our Catholic schools. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think one one of the highlights too, you've got to have that patience, but that Morningstar School in both Hillsborough and Pinellas County, incredible. Yeah, our Morningstar schools are a gem. Again, a lot of uh, in a lot of dioceses, unfortunately, they don't have the history of the resources to be able to work with students with all different types of, of abilities. And our Morningstar schools are just a thing of beauty, and we're so proud of the work that both of them are doing. Last question, I ask you this every year. Why do I want to send my child to one of your Catholic schools? You want to send your child to one of our Catholic schools because what I believe you want is the same values that you teach in your house and the same expectations that you have for your children are going to be mirrored in that Catholic school. More importantly, you want your child surrounded in an environment where there's joy, there's faith, there's forgiveness, there's kindness, and where those things are a part of everyday life. And it's just, that's the way it is, and that's the way it's expected. You can't get that anywhere else. You can get a good education in a lot of different places. You're not going to get an education where the gospel of Jesus Christ is lived and taught and breathed every day anywhere but a Catholic school. So if you want to find out more about our Catholic schools, go to dosp.org backslash schools. Or, better yet, just go to your local Catholic school and take a tour because I can talk all day long about the beauty of it is. Go and see for yourself. If you're a parent, you'll leave just saying, this is where I want my child, where I want my precious children to be. And don't forget, when you do go to those schools, ask about the scholarship money. It is there, and all you have to do is ask for it. Correct. And and don't be afraid to apply because, again— We've had so many people say, I didn't think I would apply based on my income, and um, lo and behold, they do. And remember, if you're military or one of our law enforcement professionals, you're in. No question, you're in. Chris, good luck on this upcoming school year. I hope everything stays safe, everything stays positive, and everything uh, points to the gospel. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, John. It's been great to be here. Chris Pastora, the superintendent of Catholic schools for the Diocese of St. Petersburg, has been our guest today, and that's how we see it.